So I guess, Auntie, if it's okay, if I can ask for you to just start by introducing yourself and um, introducing yourself and sort of painting the picture of who you are and any ties or connections specifically to Wailuku. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I was born Gordine Lee, Gordine Lelehua Lee, to Josephine and Gordon Lee. And I was born in Honolulu, raised in Palolo Valley, Waiomao Valley, and um, became Gordine Lee Bailey. Married my husband John from Grand Rapids in 1960, honeymooned in Hana, <laughs> and decided we'd be back to Maui. <laughs> and, and here we are. Let's see. We'd be married 50, let's see, 60, 62 years this wow, year. Wow, how beautiful. Oh. Anyway, that's my start. Uh, about my growing up time, yeah. I went to Ali'iulani School in Kaimuki, Robert Louis Stevenson, okay. Roosevelt oh. High School, and UH Manoa, okay. where I graduated with a Bachelor of Education, working on my master's, but decided I wanted to be married more. <laughs> and so we got married in 1960. And I finished my um, degree after we were married. Then I decided to help him with his job. He was at the time with Matson, Matson Navigation. And um, then decided to be a stockbroker. Wow. So he became a stockbroker. After that, decided that he would work in public relations joined uh, Sister Maureen at St. Francis Hospital, oh. worked with her. That's how wow. our Miley has her, Miley Maureen. Got it. Because okay. she was named for Sister, Sister Maureen. Maureen. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. So that was 60 by 60, 63 or 64. I was kind of um, tired of the city life. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, we said we we're going to move to Maui. I'm going to go look for a house. Wow. So Auntie. I came to Maui by myself, called all the re real estate brokers who had upcountry listings <laughs> and, and chose our old house on Alai Road. Wow. You know, the old house yes, over there. Yes, the old house. And called my husband and said, get your checkbook ready. <laughs> 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 I, I bought a house. He said, what? Where are you? I said, I'm not coming home. <laughs> he said, where are you? <laughs> I love it, Auntie. <laughs> and I said, come get me. I'm at the airport. <laughs> but we got the house. <laughs> and so that was our start here on Maui. And we came to farm. Yeah. So I've been a farmer since we moved here. From onions to Broccoli, fields of broccoli to baby's breath in the summer, acres, 10 acres of baby's breath. Um, Auntie Mikey used to come and help me. 
harvest. <laughs> we had an old bread van, and she would help me harvest and bunch and pack. And anyway, we became farmers till the end. <laughs> he he um, he was a farmer till the end, and I'm still a farmer. That's our dragon fruit, <laughs> our pikaki. <laughs> What was it, Auntie, that sort of put you in that, like, frame of mind once you moved here, that it was Mahiai farming? Actually, you know, if you, um, if you go back to any, any conversation about what do you want to do when you grow up, I always said I wanted to be a farmer. Oh, cool. All my old boyfriends said, what? You want to be a farmer? I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's only my job. We are good job. He's like, okay. <laughs> he said, okay. I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good job. <laughs> Till the end. Right? Wow. Yeah. Dutchman from Grand Rapids. <laughs> and he went to school at Hamilton College, Clinton, in Clinton, wow. New York. Anyway. So, I, I've kind of been a soil person all my life. I've loved to, well, and I think um, my parents were also, uh, my mother had a florist, yeah, on Kapahula Avenue, and um, they grew orchids. My father was a hybridizer of orchids. Mm. So I grew up with you know, orchid lays, orchids for my dancing, whatever. Um, and each of us, in you know, there are five of us. I'm the eldest, but we all somehow gravitated towards something to do with the soil. My sister's next door, she's farming. Um, my second brother, Greg, he he started a um, landscape business and his son does wall landscapes oh. you know in Honolulu they do wall and rooftop landscaping very or something popular yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah so that's what he does but um, anyway uh, we just all gravitated toward the soil and I I credit my grandparents my grandma and grandpa who were also um, plant people. I call it plantaholics. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom and dad, you know, so we just carry on. So if we have a problem, even today, I always say, what would mom do? <laughs> How yes. would she handle this? Yeah. So, um, where do we go from here? Maybe you're, I know you came and moved up country and decided to become a farmer and plant with Uncle John, but maybe what are some of the ties that you have to Maui outside of Kula, specifically Wailuku or even Kaikinui, because I know you have Aina there as well. Well, um, how do I want to say this? Um, as a kid, I would come with my tutu to Maui because we have um, family here. 
and we would come on the old cattle ships and we'd be downstairs right and come come on the cattle with the cattle um my tutu served all her life with Kamakumaloa Church oh, in okay. Kalihi so she would always come to visit her sister churches here on Maui and um Grandma was one who brought me and introduced me to, um, let's see, who wrote Hano Hano Olinda, Hano Hano Olinda, Ho'oki Papaka. Mm. Who, who wrote those? Alice Johnson. Alice Johnson. So we would auntie go to Auntie Alice Johnson's ah, on the beach. Okay. And my, my other auntie would be playing the piano and they would be singing and dancing and, wow. you know, I was just a little kid, but... Um, then Auntie Mikey would bring me. Oh, I see. For the Historical Society. <laughs> so, um, wow. one year we did the, the, um, Frank Baldwin estate yes, in Haiku. in Haiku, yes. And Uncle played, the, played our music. the music. Right. And, and I don't think I was married yet. I was just a teenager when she brought me. And uh, was Le Momi E and I ah. in the picture? I have the picture here. Wow. Anyway, Le Momi E and I would come and we did that um, event for Maori Historical Society there in Haiku. Oh, and uh, Milton E, she brought Milton Uncle, and, and Lealoha Cunningham, Moe's auntie. Oh. Moe's auntie is Lealoha Cunningham. Cunningham. I see. So, Auntie Lealoha helped train me at the Beamer Halau as okay. well when I was a kid. I must have joined them when I was 10. Okay. Uh, Uncle Mahi was my teacher. Wow. Um, but uh, anyway, that's how I came to Maui. Mm -hmm. And then um, one year she invited me to come and help open Aloha Week at Iao. Oh, that must have been divine. Elsie Ross Lane. Okay. She came with us. And um, we stayed at the old uh, Pinaos, or what? what is the old inn in, in Iao called? P Pinos? Pinaos? Was it? It was right yeah. there where the nature center yes, is now. Yes, yes. Yeah? That was that old the location. Yeah, the yes. old hotel. We stayed there. And I remember vividly a phone call from Auntie Alice. Namakelua. Oh, Namakelua. She had composed a chant for Pele. Okay. And she told Auntie we needed to do that right now. Oh. So <laughs> Auntie said, okay, you chant it, we'll do it. So a April and I danced wow. then. Oh, my um, goodness. But it was a hula noho. Akaluna ukilauea. You know that one. Ikea, hia, kavahine. I'm getting chicken skin out here. Oh where my that was gosh. Born. That's yeah. where it was born? Yes. Oh my goodness, Auntie. As a hula noho. But I, I, I went to the standing hula for it, but it, we learned it as a hula noho. So Auntie Alice Namakeloa had called Auntie Mikey. Yes. 
And you at, folks were here the, in Maui, and we're going to do it at EO. We, we were, she brought me to do hula, but I forgot what else we did. I just remember, remember that, that because it was it a, was a like, demand. Yeah. <laughs> it was an order from, right, the, from the phone dance. call came. And she said, uh, I, I just have a new chance for, for Pele, and you must do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we said, okay. She said, okay, learn from me right now. <laughs> so wow. we did that up there. But um, I forget who the men were with us, but what is his name? Uh, who's the chanter that was? Clena Silva. No. Didn't uh. belong to our halau. But, but was a oh. Iao was a was a Iao family. Oh, shucks, I know. I can see his face. I know. Um, what are you talking about? And 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 sometimes chanted for Auntie Iolani. Yes. Oh, for God's sake! It's not. Oh wait. Oh shucks. Um. I can see his face yeah, in the I picture. Yeah, I can too. I can too. Yep. Um. He's always the hopa of Auntie Yolani. Yes. And would do things. Kaupena. And Kaupena sometimes did. And Uncle right. George Olakai, they all right. kind of got together at oh, that time. Gosh. But anyway, he, he was part of this celebration. Okay. But um, are anything? Go ahead, Auntie. What? Okay. 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 I'll tell you off <laughs> off, off the record. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. That's totally <laughs> fine, Auntie. Um, I can see his face. I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, anyway, apologize. he was part of it, and um, oh, shucks. And Dutch, Dutch was here too. Oh, Auntie Dutch. Dutch? Auntie Dutchy. Yeah. Wow. And something happened. I'll tell you later. On the way to the crater and back, I rode behind Auntie Elsie Ross Lane. In the car, but something happened. Dutch had huge boils over here. Oh. You know, some somebody sent it. Mm. Anyway, him. Oh, I see. That's what Auntie said. Okay. What was the occasion, Auntie, for the? It was opening of Aloha, Aloha Week. week. So it. they, they, okay. they, from the needle, th the men came down with torches, okay. and then we, we danced. So that was my sort of before marriage right, being um, introduced introduction to Maui, Maui. Besides my tutu and Auntie Mikey, and then she brought me back another time for a Maui historical event at um, Party Erdman's. Do you have that on file? I would love I to see probably, that. I would have to go look at it. I would say. Yeah, she probably. she brought me for that one, and um, at that event she had me do Vahine Hololeo. Oh. Wow, I think Gorgeous. she she chanted or no? Uncle was there, so he must he have played. Played. He must have played, and Auntie Lay wasn't there, so she had me do it because he choreographed that for Auntie Lay Cunningham. Vahini Holalio, his version, he he choreographed that for her. Ah, okay. Or he created the music for her. Right for her. Because um, we do it in Oli as well, right? With beamers. Ah, I see. But okay. he created the melee for her. 
Okay. And so, but then Auntie Mikey had her rendish, correct? But and Auntie Lealoha came to Auntie Mikey and danced with us for a while. That's why she came to the haiku I house. see. Okay. She danced with Auntie for a time. Oh, interesting. And okay. then she stopped hula totally after that, I believe. Okay. But that song was created, well, the rendition of Uncle's Mele yes, was created. Yes, was for her, for, her. for Le Aloha. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> okay. Oh, it's interesting, Auntie, how you're bringing Maui Historical <laughs> Society into <laughs> this plenty well, already. <laughs> you, well, that's only because, you know, that's how I got to love Maui. She brought mm. me to perform for the society. I forget the lady. Her name was B. B. Savage. Yes. And somebody else beginning with B from Olinda. Uh. The last name begins with B. From the society? Yeah, from the society. She would always call Auntie. I gotta go. Now I gotta go look. Now, yeah. Okay, that's gonna be a burning thing in my head. I, I gotta go check. But her, la her last name start started with a B. Yeah, I think okay. so. Because the society itself and the museum opened in 57. So it would have been uh, like that kind of time. Because I think. It had to have been before 57. Mm. Because. Well, we had, uh, we had acquired the museum in 57. So you're right. The, 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 the organization the, the itself. The society was before 57. Before. I'm pretty sure. Because yeah. I was a kid when she brought me. Yeah. You know, I wasn't. No, I don't think I was graduated or okay. I was at the university. I was still yeah. at Roosevelt. Maybe wrong, but... No, you're right, Auntie. The Check society it was bef was created before we actually got the, the property over at the, where it is now. Oh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, <sighs> that's my um, so initial connection. affiliation yeah. in Maui, besides... Mm. Um, our name, our family name is from Iaui, huh? Mm -hmm. So, um, my tutu's name is Lelehua Manuha'e Ipo. And that, that name is of Iau. Kelii na Lelehua a'o Iau opi'ilani ikimaka Manuha'e Ipo. That's tutu's name. So in doing this for birds, I would always ask her when I was growing up, Grandma, what does Manuhaipo mean? She'd say, see those birds dancing? See them dancing on the, on the tree there? In other words, courting, right? <laughs> she, she didn't know how to tell me at the yes, time, but yes. that, that was the underlying message of the name. Right. Wow. So when we were doing this particular event for birds, I decided I would honor her and do that Manu O'o up there. I see. Because her name is of that place. And it's my name too. Yes, <laughs> it, is. it is. We all have a, a part of the name. Lelehua, Manuhaipo, um, Kelii. Um, that's the cultural connection, anyway. 
beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Auntie. Uh, yeah, th this is. Um, you never heard that before, no. did you? No, no I know you that's didn't. Fine. I know it's you didn't. I'm sorry. No, Auntie, it's not sorry. Just it's really emotional for me to hear that. Um, because. Thank you. Uh, how do I say? Sometimes I wonder how we fit in hula here with with other hula people. Yeah. Uh, but we really don't need to explain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying to you? So I it's uh, it's all in the. The name. It's all in the name, because your name defines who you are. Right. In, in our culture, your name yeah. defines who you are. Yeah, it does. Uh, I, um, I'm just going to share a little, because I know I want to be able to capture what you have to say, but I just want to share this, because we're, we're right along those lines of what you're seeing in terms of the name, is that um, when... Uh, Mommy was pregnant with me back in 69, 68, 69. Daddy had had the dream about my Inoa, and the Mo'olelo of the dream speaks about him and Mommy. Because they're both educators, they were in the dream he had, they were up at Iao taking care of a, a, a group of keiki. And so they were in like a like a playground and so he and mom were together caring for these children and kind of a little ways away there was a two gentlemen speaking in Hawaiian to each other and one Hawaiian man said to the other one to look up towards Iao and he said woke my name and at that point daddy woke up and then the first thing he would do when he would have that is he would call uncle and so the name literally translates as the Lady of the Cold Piercing Wind. Um, and so he had talked to the uncle. They confirmed it would be my name. And then so the time that I was born in March of 69, there was a, a wind that swept through Pacific Palisades and took off the roofs of many homes. <laughs> and with that wind, I came. Wow. So I don't know if I ever told you that no, story. Uh, no, no, no. But that's why when you're saying... In correlation to the Inoa and Iao, um, my name is rooted in Iao and was determined way before I was even even there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even thought so, of. Yeah. So, because the name, um, how do you say this? It, it's already stamped. I think you know. It's like DNA. Yeah. Um, my feeling is that. Uh, your life is already predetermined whether you want to believe it or not. not. It's like your DNA. It's determined at birth. Yeah. Where you've been and where you're going. Yeah. And we have a role in it, but who knows really the extent of veering off that Enoa. Right. <laughs> not, right. Not too many go the other way because it's it's a responsibility that you really 
accept in being born you're accepting this because it's already predetermined. Yeah. We really don't know. So I feel it's not by chance that no. I currently work for the Maori Historical no, Society <laughs> that sits at the foot of Yale Valley. You yeah, got it's it. not by chance. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that your halau can be there as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping. Kahikinui. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you for sharing that with me, Auntie. That, that means a lot. Um, whew, okay. <laughs> Mahalo, that was a beautiful introduction. (laughs) So um, I wanted to just ask you, um, because this is always, I think this is just more of a, just kind of a selfish personal thing, but I I just wanted to ask you insight about your times and experiences as uh, Miss Hawaii 1959. Oh my gosh. It's always been a, I mean, you know, well, a little bit. <laughs> um, well, what was that like, Auntie? It, it was a, how do I say, I just went along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't, I, you know, uh, uh, that particular year I was um, at the Royal. I was a featured dancer when I was 17, right? Wow. I I had joined Auntie Mikey when I was 13. We did Laoi Chai. We did, Mm. um, I did Laoi Chai in the main dining room there. My partner was Nevila Ka'anana. Do you know Nevila? Tagupa. She married a fellow from um, Punho. Anyway, um, we were dance partners, and then um, Auntie Mikey took us to the Royal. We were uh, dancing in the monarch room in a line. Okay. It was Nonabel Tevis, Doris Cosma, Nevilla, and I, I think. Were the line? The line. Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, all of a sudden, Ray Kinney was back from the Hotel Lexington. Okay. He was the um, director of of the shows for all the Matson hotels. So that I was see. the... Surf Rider, the Moana, and the Royal. And he decided he needed a new soloist. Okay. So he's, Auntie Mikey said, okay, all of these girls are going to, what, what is the word? Audition? Audition. Audition. Okay. Audition to be your new soloist. <laughs> okay. Did someone arrive? In what? What kind of oh, a car? Yeah. Like a tr- I think a truck. Okay, that's okay. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless he comes up here, they decide to need me. Oh yeah, it's a gentleman like, walking up. Holy cow. Yeah, that's okay. He's leaving me somewhere. Okay. Okay, so... Um, that audition. So we all auditioned and... Just by chance, I got chosen. <laughs> so at 17, I was a senior at Roosevelt. And um, I became a, a dancer six nights a week at the Royal. Wow, Auntie. Whew. And let's see. During that time, um, 
Ed Kenny mm -hmm. was the vocalist there. You oh. know, Ed Kenny, who later went to Flower Drum Song and The King and I King on and Broadway. I, yes, on Broadway. Do you remember? Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Ed Kenny was the vocalist in the Monarch Room, and he sang for me. Mm -hmm. um, when Ray didn't, he did. And my opening night at the Royal, he sang. And he was also with Auntie Nona. Yes, That's how okay. I knew him. Okay. He, he was Auntie Nona's chanter and dancer too, but mostly a chanter and a vocalist. Okay. And at that time, well, before I joined Auntie Mikey, I did the New Malo Hotel. Do you know that? Yeah. It, it used to be where the Hawaiian yes, Village is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know it what you're used to be about. the old New Malo Hotel, and I must have been ten or wow, eleven. Auntie. And I, I danced there with. Ed Kenny and Kaupena Wong was our chanter. Oh wow. <laughs> and, you know, a few of us at the Neomalu. But then at 13, I joined Auntie Mikey. Because, um, anyway, I did. <laughs> this is, you, you asked for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I asked for it. <laughs> Suck it to me. <laughs> okay. So, um, once becoming the soloist, it was six nights a week at the Royal. Um, Ed Kenny was our vocalist. Then he went to Broadway, and then Danny Kalekini became our vocalist okay. with Ivalani Kamahele. You know that oh, name? Oh, yes, yes. The Kamahele family, family. very prominent yes. in guitar the, yeah. and all of that on the Waikiki scene. Um, anyway, and so that was 1957, 58. By 59, um, we had just been admitted as a state. As a state, yeah, state. And um, that year, the Junior Chamber of Commerce was in charge of the Miss Hawaii pageant. Oh, okay. And they sent invitations to parents. They, they just randomly selected young girls from the community and sent invitations to the parents to invite their daughters to join the pageant. Oh, I see. So my mom and dad get this telegram, right? In those days there was a telegram. <laughs> and they, my mother said, look what just came. They want you to run for Miss Hawaii. I said, what? Who said? She said, she said, nobody said they're inviting you to be this candidate for Miss Hawaii. And I had just been interested in Uncle John, my oh. husband. It was at that time? Yeah, I Ooh. met him when I was at the Royal. Okay. Because he was working for Matson. Got he, it. He okay. had come from San Francisco and was working for Matson. Anyway. So I, I said, Mom, can I get that invitation, please? She said, sure. So I showed it to him. I said, look what happened today. <laughs> and he said, don't do it. Oh, did he? <laughs> John said, no. don't do it. So you went to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I said, Who, who's he telling tell me, me don't what? do it? <laughs> and I said, okay, I didn't say anything. I said, all right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Next minute, I did it. <laughs> and he told me, don't you win. 
<laughs> and you better <laughs> not. <laughs> Getting on the plane, he said, you better come home. <laughs> I almost did it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was telling my granddaughter. Well, luckily, um, because I was honored with Miss Hawaii as the first candidate to Miss America as a state. Right, as a state. As a state. Right, auntie. That's right. So what happened was United Airlines decided that they were going to do a Hawaii month. Okay. So they invited me to travel the U.S., every city that United Airlines oh my gosh, visited. Wow. So that's that was one task. So before going to Miss America, I went to all their cities. My chaperone was Carol Wiedemeyer. Oh, you know Herman Wiedemeyer. Yes, yes. Famous football, football guy. guy. Well, yeah. His wife was my chaperone. Lovely lady. I love her. She's gone. Anyway, so United Airlines did the air. Avis Renicard did all the ground transportation. Sheraton Hotels had just bought Matson. Okay. So Sheraton sponsored us across country. We had the presidential suites in every hotel. Nice. Nice. nice Auntie. <laughs> I said, Very Oh nice. my God, we can have a party here, Carol. She said, Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> A lovely um, experience mm. visiting all the different towns and um, businesses around the country, and an eye opener for me because they really were amazed that I spoke English. <laughs> they said, "You know, the newspapers would always be there, and they say, where did you learn to speak English?'" <laughs> And I said, in my grass shack. <laughs> <laughs> On my surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> that was all across the Where's your coconut bra? I said, inside. <laughs> I swear, I, I've got my, you know, my, um, United Airlines did a, a photo album or a newspaper album of all the interviews. <laughs> I mean, my my then boyfriend, my husband, he'd say, "You you can't say those things." <laughs> and I said, "Who said I can't say? <laughs> I'm Miss Hawaii. I yeah, can say what the heck I please." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. I I I. And, you know, finally getting to Miss America, I had put on, because I love cheesecake. <laughs> and cheesecake all over the U.S., different, you know, different mm -hmm. styles. Of I think I like the New York one the, the best. best. <laughs> the New York one was the, the best. best. <laughs> <laughs> and before, I think, we went to Miss America, while we were, let's see, we were somewhere in the, in the East Coast. 
and we get a phone call. Um, some Arabian prince wanted me to come and be on the cover of his magazine. <laughs> wow. And do you know the name Mark Shaw from New York? Yeah. So he made an appointment with Mark Shaw that I would come up there and sit for him for this photo. <laughs> and, and so my, my chaperone said, wow, do you, know, do you know this person? I said, no. She said, well, you better get to know him. <laughs> He's a prince of Arabia, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we went and I, I got to be on his cover. And my husband said, you better come home. Because <laughs> he's getting all these things right yeah, in right. the mail. <laughs> Good can, can you see him pulling his hair? <laughs> oh, hear of that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, so that was one, one aside. <laughs> And because my brother was at the Merchant Marine Academy, he was my escort at the pageant. He walked me nice. in. Um, and in those days, it was in Atlantic, Atlantic City? Auntie? Atlantic City, yep. Okay. <laughs> and we were our first brand new 50th state, <laughs> brand right? New 50th With our state. candidate from yes. Hawaii. Yes. Wow, <laughs> Auntie. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it was a lovely year. I, I um. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a whole nother side of America that I got to acquaint myself with people and and their um, vision of what Hawaiians were. And, you know, I tried to act up to their <laughs> imagination, but I couldn't go there. <laughs> I really didn't bring my coconut grass. <laughs> Brought a whole cool. Yeah, right. Instead. <laughs> oh, my goodness, oh. So that, that was, yeah, a lovely year. Then the next two years, they invited me to um, be a judge for the pageant. And oh, great. I think in 19, I was Miss Hawaii 1959. In 62, I um, chaperoned Patricia Lay. Oh. To Atlantic How City. Fun. Yeah. That must fun. have been beautiful. Fun. She was beautiful. Absolutely stunning. She um she ranked fifth oh. and she sang Umbeldi from Ma Madame Butterfly. Oh she wow. was beautiful. Oh my goodness. Wow. So beautiful. That's cool that you would have been there to support her in that role and having all that, yeah. you know, mentoring. Yeah. And yeah. Helping her, helping her at that time, achieve her goal. You know, I didn't, I didn't place. I, I got miscontinuality. Oh, hey, that's <laughs> a lot, Auntie. Miscontinuality. That I would say. I, I didn't place. Sure. <laughs> wow. And I think um, they didn't understand the holoku. Mm, but I, I, you know, I wasn't going to go anywhere else because right. that's not what I was at the right. time. That's not what invited me there, I think, you know. I see. The, um, you, you, you showed and shared your authentic true self. Well, which is whatever right. my 
my position was at the time I was the holoku dancer. So that's what I took with me. I didn't want to go elsewhere. But how beautiful to be exposed to that, you know, the, the American population at that time, at that event, being shown and shared, you know, something of us that was, is so crucial and key, at least that we understand. Yeah. To be exposing that those people to that at that time, I just love. I did Must lovely hula hands. Oh, wow! Lovely hula hands. They could understand that. That, yeah, right. Wow. But I'm sure they would have preferred a Tahitian. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. A Tahitian dance, and you know, all the I could have done that too, but that wasn't my thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue into another really big one, but again, you you answer how you want. I think um, the next question I wanted to ask you, Auntie, is just just I guess your Um, it's just your, and I know we've kind of covered it in our, our conversation already, but just your view, understanding, love, and story in regards to your love of hula, halau, you know, your mentors that helped you sort of, and family members that helped you on this sort of path or kuleana that you consider besides being a mahiai and a farmer, you know, being a kumuhula or an olapa and someone that's affiliated and committed to the life of hula? Well, let me just um, say growing up, um, I was always in the company of my tutus. My grandpa and grandma um, kind of raised me. I was the firstborn, right, grandchild. and. Um, I met, you know, Daddy Bray would be there on the rocking chair when I'd get home from school. Um, my mother's sister was a Bray dancer. She danced for Daddy Bray. He was at the time, um, I think he was curator at Mauna Allah. Oh my, okay. And then, and then when I was, I know, a senior, he became um, the curator at Ilani Palace. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, besides Daddy Bray being there, um, uh, the Pa's from Kauai, mm. um, Henry Pa mm. and Elizabeth Pa, and um, Miriam Lupinui. Oh, wow. They were, they were in my tutus living room when I would come home and they'd be talking story with her or trying to figure out what to do next for some reason. My tutu was always sought after to help them figure out um, how to deal with things. And um, so I would see them, you know, I, I, I watched her do manu'o'o. So I, I'm going to, 
I'm going to say, see, Grandma, I learned it while I was <laughs> in your living room. That's why I'm going to do it for her at Yale. Anyway, um, and then as a kid going, bring, bringing me here to Maui on the cattle boat and being with Auntie Alice, Alice Johnson, Johnson and, you know, singing and dancing and she's the composer of all those lovely songs, what, not Kila Kila, Ohaleakala. And then, um, anyway, so being in the company of hula people, my tutus always had luau's. I don't know why, for the church, I think, mm -hmm. they would always be raising money for the church. And I grew up in a family who always took care of other people. So my, my tutus that I'm speaking of, they would bring whole families home to live while allowing them to save enough to purchase their own place. So I grew up with the Alos, A-H-L-O, okay. Rudy Alo and Meta Alo, Bernard Alo, um, the Meheulas, okay. um, the Purdies, mm. uh, Lay and um, Kavika Purdy. Anyway, all of these families, my, so I kind of grew up as cousins, you know what I mean? Because they were living at tutus while they were finding themselves to find a home or buy a home or whatever. And so for some reason, I remember always having luau's. So my grandpa, I could see him killing the pig, you know, uh, <clears throat> taking off the hair with hot water and a mm -hmm. razor or whatever, mm -hmm. however else I was watching him do this, killing the chickens. Then I would, I would be the one helping to strip the luau leaves to make lau lau. You know, we'd have tables and everybody would help. You put the leaf, you put the meat, you put the lomi salmon, you put whatever, right, right. in the lau lau. And the last one wraps it up and then we have the emu. Anyway, then my auntie was a dancer for Daddy Bray. He trained there. So they would, <clears throat> watching all this happen, kind of, that was all I wanted to do, was to dance hula. So when my mother had the florist in Kapahulu, at seven I would walk to the old Kapiolani bandstand. Okay, yeah. And Adeline Lee okay, was the teacher Adeline there. Lee. Parks and Rec, right? Parks Hula and Recreation. Uh, so that was my country. first real hula lesson. Mm. I don't know why it wasn't with Henry Pa. I wish it was. Or um, Lupe Nui, but they didn't, they didn't, how do I want to say this? They didn't require me to be with any particular person, my tutus. So I chose for myself. I, I was at the florist helping my mom with the flowers. And when it wasn't too busy, I said, Mom, can I go dance hula? She said, where? I said, down there somewhere <laughs> at the park. How are you going to get? I'm going to walk. So I would walk 
to Kapilani Stan, and we were, her flower shop was right by, um, across from the gate to the Alawai Golf Course. Okay. Got so it. I would walk from there to Kapilani. That's quite a way for a little yeah, kid, seven kid. years old. Yeah. But I, that's what I wanted to do, was go dance hula. So that was the start of it. And then I don't know how I got to the Beamers, but then I found them and I brought Nivella with me mm -hmm. and um, some of my other friends from Ali'iolani. We were in Stevenson. We were just going to Stevenson. I guess we were 11. And um, maybe six of us went to Uncle Mahi. Okay. And that was at um, by the by the Breakers Hotel. Okay. Uh, we used to call it Beach Walk or Beach something. Walk, yeah, yes. Beach Walk. Yes. Upstairs there mm -hmm. was his studio. And um, we had fun. I mean, he was lovely. And he, how do I say this? He was he was kind of well. The Beamers, the Beamers have a a lovely way of behaving as as teachers. Not all teachers behave in a nice way, but they had a very lovely way. Auntie Nona's the same way. Very sweet and. Um, uh, caring and and always um, instructing with love, and I I really liked that, and I loved Uncle Mahi, but then maybe after a year he disappeared, and I said, Oh my God, there's no hula, you guys. <laughs> what are we gonna do? So, um. I guess I called the Beamers and they said, oh, he's gone to Juilliard. He went off to Juilliard. Juilliard. He, he's a graduate of Juilliard. I see. So Uncle Mahi goes off to Juilliard and then I join Auntie Nona, okay. his cousin. And she was on Lure Street by the Edgewater Hotel down there. Okay. Anyway, so I joined her for a little while and then... Um, Mind you, I was 11 or 12, because at 13, I joined Auntie Mikey. So <laughs> at 11 or 12, Auntie Nona says to me, Lehua, she called me Lehua, would you like to teach? <laughs> and I said, excuse me? <laughs> she said, would you like to teach? And I said, I went home to my mom, I said, Mom, you know what, Auntie Nona asked if I wanted to teach. I'm going to learn. <laughs> I don't want to teach. She said, she said, up to you. It's your thing. You want to go to hula. And you know, my mother always said, yeah, you go. You go dance. Go have some fun. Because she was never allowed to dance. Her father would not allow her to dance. Her sister did. But, but not they her. would, And she wanted to. Because she's seeing her sister dance, why can't she dance? And she's told me this story all her life. So when it was my, my turn with the desire to go dance, she says, go, go, go. She supported me in every way. And um, <laughs> so I'm joined. I, I, I begin to teach for Auntie Nona. <laughs> and um, I guess I taught 
if I was 12. I joined Auntie Mikey at 13. I must have been ele between 11 and 12. I was teaching for the Beamers on Lure Street. And then I got tired of teaching. I, I really wanted to learn. I, I was teaching from the papers because I, I didn't know enough, right? Except I had all these sheets. She told me, there's the drawers. Use those sheets. Because I knew the basics, right? I knew what hula was about, but I wanted to get it from her. Do you understand? I wanted to her manao and her movements and her everything. But um, just like Mahi, I just loved, loved the way he taught. Anyway, so if I tried to be that teacher <laughs> at 11, 12. <laughs> and after a while, I just, I just didn't like it anymore. So my mother was doing all the flowers for different musicians around town, like the Lobensteins. Oh, okay, Auntie May. My May. mother made all Auntie May, uh, Leana, Woodside, and I forget who the third person was in there music group but she would make their flowers and they would come and get the flowers from her and one day Auntie May came and my mother said you know me this kid you know what she's doing she's teaching for Nona she doesn't want to teach anymore where can she go and learn <laughs> and, and, and Auntie um, May said call my friend Snooky that's how oh. I went to Auntie Mikey. Call my friend Snooky. Call my friend Snooky. Yeah. Call my friend Snooky. Mm. So mom said, Snooky, okay, I'll call her. So she did, and I go to visit Auntie Mikey. Auntie Mikey. I, I left Beamer. I said, no, I don't want to teach anymore. I want to learn. But I took all the sheets. <laughs> I had all the <laughs> you sheets had your folder. right at my folder. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when Miley Lou did the hula preservation thing. Oh, wait a minute. Hoi. Wait, oh, I got oh, it in auntie, the auntie, fridge. Here, let me take it. Let's pause, Auntie. Oh, excuse I will pause me. you. Pause? Okay. Okay, I don't know. Wait, hold on, Auntie. Yeah, Thank you. Can you. Yeah. Oopsie. <laughs> Oopsie. You're good. This is a busy lady. We have to let her. No worries, Auntie. Yeah. I'm glad I caught you, Auntie. I'm talking too much. Auntie Melo, this time. Oh, God bless her. Call Snooky. Because at that time, Auntie, um, she wasn't teaching. Was Auntie May teaching at that point? No. No, no, no. She was the only musician. Mm. I only knew her as a musician, never as a teacher. Got it. Because okay. even her kids went to Auntie Mikey. Me What's Me her... Really? Yes, that's why she said. What is her first daughter's name? Auntie May. Auntie May's daughter. Melia? Melia's a granddaughter, yeah? Okay, no, her daughter was dancing with Auntie Mikey. Okay, okay. That's what I, I thought Mom said. Okay. So, anyway, Mom makes the appointment. I go to visit Auntie Mikey, and she said um, to me, You, um... Are you dancing with anybody? <laughs> I said, not right now. <laughs> she said, um, well, who, who have you been dancing with? 
And I said, well, Mahi was my teacher, and, and then of late it's Auntie Nona and Lealoha Cunningham. Um, but I, I want to come dance with you. She says, well, my policy is that you must be away from your old teacher for a year. And I said, a whole year? <laughs> he said, yes. I said, well, can I come at least, at least to watch? <laughs> she said, sure, you, you can come and watch. <laughs> and I said, when? She says, any time. I said, okay, so every Wednesday, I think I made a point to come and just, you know, she had that planter. So I would kind of stand on the planter and... So, Auntie, was this on the... Which... which Keomoku. Keomoku. Okay, got it. Keomoku. Keomoku <coughs> location. Yeah. That was the first location, huh? No, or I was think, it I think she had one by Punahou okay. to start with. Okay. So Keomoku. But it's the second one, I this think. This is the second one. Okay. So I would come to watch and I'd be there, you know, on time every Wednesday to watch the class. And one day she said to me, you really want to dance, don't you? Yeah, I didn't think that year was going to last, Auntie. I, I didn't think so. How long was it? Like a couple of weeks? <laughs> maybe. I was going to say, there's no way Auntie Mikey would have had you before. Yeah, but yeah. She told me a year, right? And I said, a whole year? She said, that's my policy. And I said, okay, I'm going to come and watch. And she looked at me. She says, you really want to dance, don't you? I said, yes, I do. She said, get in here. History was born. It was born. So, oh so I was God. 13. 13. The next summer, she asked me to teach. <laughs> I want you to teach, Auntie. <laughs> she asked oh me to teach. Okay, I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know that. And you know who I taught the first, Ooh. that first summer? Ooh. The St. Francis girls. Oh. She had me teach a class of St. Francis, Francis girls. girls. Holy and smoke. I'm their At friends 13? till today. At four, 13, 14? 13. Oh 13. my gosh, Auntie. 13. <laughs> so dependable, you know, like well, great. Because you know. I guess people see that I love it. Mm. And and they want me to transmit that same yeah. love right. to the same person, right. to another person, so you can love it too. Right. Well, I try to do it, that in my life, you know. If I love something, I, I want you to love it too, right. the way I do. Because... Right. It, then life is worth living, you know, then right. negativity. So anyway, um, so my first class was the gals from St. Francis. And they're friends till today. Oh my goodness. I mean, anyway, so that was when I was 14, 13 and 14 around there because it was the next summer and then you know and then she started putting me at Lawi Chai mm -hmm. and because I was dancer. I was under age I had to get a liquor permission to dance in these places places yeah. but um it was okay um my father was always um looking after me. He'd work all day at Pearl Harbor. He was a, a how do I want to say, an ordnance man. He, um, he fixed all the rockets on the ships. Wow. 
but at night he would take me. If I'm dancing Lawi Chai, he would take, take me and sit. I see. If I'm dancing at the Royal, take I me. mean, while well, I was dating John, he wouldn't let John. He'd take me to work wow. and sit. I see. Um, anyway. Um, so we, we're at, um, after I joined Auntie. And then that's when she invited me to come here to do the historical society um, parties. I call it garden parties, because that's what they seem to be. And um, I credit her for my um, how do I want to say this? for giving me a foundation, allowing me to um, carry it to this day. You know, um, while the Beamers have a foundation, they don't really, they, they didn't give me the, um, the attention to the actual dance all the time. I was had, had to create my own, right? I see. Where Auntie Mikey always was available. I see. Because she was she was a teacher and we could watch her. Mm. And that was the part of the passing of the, the spirit of it. The spirit of it, yes. Um, while Auntie Nona and Uncle Mahi definitely had that sweetness and all of that. Um, I didn't want to be the teacher. <laughs> I wanted to learn their whole um, history and culture that they brought to the hula. I mean, you speak about so many different occasions where you you were with Auntie. What what are some of the things that stand out? I think about her. I know you said you know she helped you see and understand the essence of the embodiment of hula but what was it like to just be with her oh my gosh i, I just loved i just loved um i loved the way she paid particular attention to to um first of all behavior you know she was a stickler for how you should behave when you're a part of a a um, presentation, um, what you needed to um, bring with you, how your costuming should look, um, your your adornment, um, and then gave you all the background to to whatever you were doing. I really love the 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 stories that went with the hula and the oli and the Kahiko. Um, I thought that she, of all the teachers, well, Adeline Lee, I was really young, but she had a different way of teaching. Um, no real written papers that you can go and study, like Auntie Mikey provided that for us, right? And I think in um, it. It's kind of transferred to my way of teaching. 
I just try to um, mimic her methods because I think it's it um, once you know the foundation like today so many are doing that now yeah they didn't before I think she helped create that whole foundation of teaching um, kind of like the Martha Graham of Hula yeah um, and I really um, I really loved that part of her and I liked just being around her and just um, <laughs> just another part of um, actually when my mother called Snooky she didn't know she was Margaret Souza mm. my, my mother grew up with Auntie Mikey just you know just coincidentally Auntie Mikey's tutu lived on 10th Avenue in Palolo and my tutu lived around the corner on Pakui Street and Auntie Mikey's cousin Kula and my mommy were um, childhood friends and so Kula would always come to grandma's house and he would bring Auntie Mikey mm. but she was maybe five five or six when she used to come and visit my mom so when my mom called Snooky, she didn't know she was Margaret Souza till later one time she called my mom and said Josie you know, I this is Snooky, but you remember Margaret Souza? That's who I am. And my mother said, "You're Margaret Souza, the brat." <laughs> and she said, "That's me." <laughs> she says, "Oh my God!" <laughs> so. <laughs> my mother has lots of stories to tell about Auntie Mike. Yeah, After that, I learned I got the whole picture. <laughs> oh, but see how coincidental, and yeah. and you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, like spirits connect uh, somehow, somewhere. <laughs> they somehow connect. And in this case, there was Snooky. <laughs> right. But it was already predetermined. Yeah. Yeah. Predetermined. Yeah, yeah, predetermined. Mom and, yeah. and Margaret Susan. Yeah. Yeah. My mother said, she was such a brat. She said, she had everything. She was a spoiled brat. She'd come by the house in, in a limousine. <laughs> you know? Her tutu, her tutu had a limo. And a driver, right? <laughs> she said, "She said because mo mom had brothers and sisters. When she would come to the house, she wouldn't want to share anything." <laughs> and my mother said to her, "If you're coming to this house, you have to share." <laughs> and she'd say, "Why?" <laughs> because I said so. <laughs> wow. That's a whole other perspective. Mother, my mother said, I didn't know about that. Yeah, see, I'm <laughs> telling you all these fun things. <laughs> so she'd pass in the limo, and my mother would be out cleaning the yard, and she'd go like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I never heard the inside of that tea. You won't hear it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> nobody will believe it. Yeah, right. Nobody will believe it. Oh, 
my goodness. Oh, that's close. <laughs> anyway, I have to tell you that just to get another picture. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so where were we? My whole uh, life. Yeah, okay, so. Life. <laughs> where are we? <laughs> oh, when I was 13, I, I started to teach for Auntie Mikey. 14, probably between 13 and 14. Then I started to dance at the different places whenever she um, needed dancers. Um, and then the Royal. And then from there, I became the soloist at the Royal. For maybe three years, mm. 57, 58, 59, 60, four yeah, years. That was the Miss Hawaii time. Yeah, Miss Hawaii time. And then my husband asked me to marry him uh, in 1959. Oh, that year. When I came home. <laughs> he just had to oh snag my you. God. <laughs> he was right. He was going to. What? <laughs> Smart man, <laughs> smart man. I should have said no. <laughs> Lolo. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I would have snagged you too, Auntie. <laughs> I could have had oil oil rigs in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Not dirty hands. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Oh, I can't see any of the hands. I gotta just see those hands in the Look. soil. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, he 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 didn't get to see me hula though. That that oil guy. He just wanted a picture. <laughs> <laughs> it may be good he didn't see who like, would have snagged you away. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Nightmares. <laughs> so after that, let's see. Um, we got married. We lived in Nu'uwanu. And... Um, were you in Oahu much longer after that, or did you uh, already come up? You were no, we, we moved here up? in 68, okay. so so we bit, were there yeah. for about eight years. Okay, uh, We lived in Nu'uanu, and um, I danced not so often, paid more attention to, <laughs> to home. And um, Mama Howell would always call me, though, oh. when she wanted a vacation or... Sub. Something she'd Big say. Sub. Cordine, come can and you sub? can you come and dance for me this week? I'm gonna be whatever. She was still doing her modeling. Yeah. She was a what a powers model from New York. But um anyway I would dance uh down the beachcombers okay. for her. And that's yeah. how I met Auntie May because oh. oh listen, this was another aside, but while I was with the beamers um, Don Beachcomber had an audition for dancers. Okay. Auntie Nona said, Lehua, you go audition for this. So I did, and he chose me to be one of his soloists. Okay. So I was um, in the Don the Beachcomber Luau show um, 
till I joined Auntie Mikey, I think. And my uncle Mel Peterson. Okay. He he played music with um, Chick Floyd, I guess, and wow. them. But they hired me to do Beyond the Reef, mm. where the sea is dark and cold. Yes. Yeah. So that was my wow. spot there. But Auntie May used to play there. Okay. So so, she was, so that's that was how Mom made her flowers and I whatever. See. But Mom knew her um, socially as well. Her sister Lala was another Ferris. Uh, her husband was president of Hawaiian Airlines at mm. the time. Okay. She was a long. She was a long. Um, yes. That's she long was um, name, yeah? long. Yep. Lala Long. How am I remembering this? I know. I'm loving it. Every oh single goodness. moment of it, Auntie. Oh my goodness. Anyway. So Anyway, um, after I got married, um, Mama would call me to come and do her spot at the um, beachcombers. And then you know who would also call me? Um, Uncle Bill Lincoln. Oh, Uncle Bill Lincoln. Wow. Wow. Whenever he had private parties. Yeah, he'd call you to he'd come call solo. Me, he'd say, I'm going to come pick you up. I need you to come and dance, dance. at this party. Wow. How cool, Auntie. And we were living at Niu then, um, on the water at Niu. We had a home there. And Uncle Bill would pick me up to do um, private parties. And another guy, um, can't, Randy, Randy, Randy. He was mm. kind of um, chubby. And glasses. I forget his Hongo. last name. Huh? Randy Hongo. No. no. Too young. Oh, oh, only Hawaiian music. I mean, you know, he would play Hawaiian Andy. music and I would be his soloist at Shucks, I'm not sure, parties. I don't anyway, um, this was after I was married. And then only, um, then Auntie was doing her first uniki. Oh, with really? the Lehua class. Right. And um, right. she asked me to... Did she ask you to be in that class, She asked me to consider being in that class. And I said, you know what, Auntie, I'm moving to Maui. I'm... Okay. I, I wasn't I, sure... I, I'm not, I, I, not going to be able to do I it. I see. Okay. So then I moved here and we were full on into farming. But for some reason... um. Some of the families around here would have granddaughters uh, coming home from college or, you know, just coming home from living off in New York. I forget, Hilger? Hilger family. Anyway, um, Mary Rice. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know the name. No, Mary no. King. She's a Mary Rice King. Got it. Anyway, uh, one of the older matriarchs of the Rice Ranch. Yes, yes. She would call me and she said, my granddaughters are coming home with my daughter and can you please teach them a hula? I said, really? <laughs> she said, so I teach at the old house. Okay. In between my farm things. I see. That's how it started. started. And then, when did we uniki as olapa? 
Daddy's was, when was Auntie's? Oh, I know, I know. So, so, Auntie Mikey comes one, that was 80, wait, Auntie passed 84. in. 84. 84, so okay. it was 83. So, yes. 83, 83, Auntie Mikey comes to do a show here for Kuhio Day at Paukukalo. And I get a call from Kauhulani, mm. and Kauhulani says to me, um, Dean, we're here on Maui, and Mom wants you to come now. And I said, come where? Where are you? She says, we're up here on uh, Poli Poli Road at the wow. Fairbanks house. Oh, okay. Tom Fairbanks yes. has a house, house up, up here. Yes. And um, she said, Mom wants you to come now. I said, Okay, can I bring my son? Because Timmy was Timmy. helping me harvest flowers. And we had just gotten through harvesting flowers, so I was all dirty and so was he. But Auntie said, come now. I wanted to accommodate her. Come now. So we go up there. And she had all of Papa Lawai, you oh. know, Sachi, um, Diane Fairbanks, Tom's sister, was in that class. Um, Pilani Guernsey, um, Rhoda mm. Komuro. Mm. She she was uh, yes. She did all the Ilani Palace tapestry. Yes. She's a tapestry person. Um, studied in England, so she restored all the tapestry in the throne room. Anyway, all of these women and Daddy. I don't think Daddy came though. Mm. I'm not sure. But I don't remember seeing him. I I think it was the Olapa. And so I get up there with Timmy, and I know who else came with her. Auntie Mealii Kalama mm, from Kwaihao. Yes. She brought her okay. as the kahu, right? Okay. And um, when I get up there, she says, Dean, I want to talk to you. Come with me in the garden. Ooh. So I go in the garden, and she says, you know, this is going to be my last uniki. She said this to me, Sissy. I think she said it to Daddy, too. This is going to be my last uniki, and I want you to be part of it. Mm. And I said, Auntie, look at me. I'm a farmer. I, how am I going to do this? You will do it. Never mind. How am I going to learn what you want me to learn? You will do it. I'll call you, and we'll do it on the phone. <laughs> I said, really? Yes. So that's, that's what, what she was. did. She would call me, chant to me, said, okay, I'm listening, you chant back. That's how I learned most of it, is on the phone. Wow. Wow. Well, before I said yes, I said, you know what, I need to discuss it with John. Yeah, cool. Because he, he has, you know, a lot to do with how my life is going these days. <laughs> <laughs> and I need his permission to do this. <laughs> she said, okay, you ask him. And he said, fine, because in those last three or four years, every birthday she would come and visit us. Mm. She, did you know that? I yeah. Didn't, didn't. Yeah. She would come to the house and spend her birthday with us. She would come with her Mokihana love burn, mm. is what she called it, full of, you know, she loved Mokihana so much and everybody knew that. But she didn't understand that she had to put something on under, under it. Yeah. 
She would wear it on her skin. So my job right. every birthday was to help put all the salve and burn right. medicines so on she her. wouldn't have those blisters, blisters from oozing. From Mokihana. From the Mokihana. Wow. Anyway, so she, she had been coming and we'd be stringing. My husband was a beautiful pikake lay maker. Oh, I mean, he made Kuchan the most. Was. Yeah. Because we, we grew pikaki as well, you know, all you have those to have many a years. Hand, yeah, yeah. Not oh, everybody oh can. my goodness, he did the most beautiful lay. So she would sit and string with him. Oh wow! And I'd say, okay, you guys, good night. <laughs> and I'm off. <laughs> so little, little did I know they were planning my my life, right? Ah, so, so Uncle was in the know then. Uncle knew what ah, Auntie wanted because she told him what she was planning. I see. But he didn't tell me. Right. Because, yeah. I rat. See. Rat. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, he didn't rat on her. <laughs> anyway, so I discussed it. He said, yes, by all means, go. So I, I did. I chanted with her, whatever. And that's how that happened at Ka'ava. Mm. But, you know, I didn't fully understand what her heart told her that that was going to be her last because look she came when is Kuhio day March March April May June July August September was Uniki so she gave me seven months to learn everything and the papa had already started. Uh, already. They had been studying for years, years already. Right, yeah. Okay. That's why they were chosen, right? Right. Right. So then, um, you're on the fast track, Auntie. Because you could. Because <laughs> you could. Guess, I guess so. <laughs> I did the best I could. But, but anyway, so we uniki. She comes up maybe in November because she loved the persimmon trees. She loved to sit under my persimmon trees and gather the leaves and, you know, the, the colored leaves and the fruit. And so we did that and she brought with her um, Tomai. Oh, Tomai. Tomai was part of our Uniki class. Yes. Yep. So she brought Tomai and who's um, Atun's wife? Marlena. Marlene. I think Marlene. she brought Marlena. Yes, Marlena. And, and um, Tomai. Right. And at that time, um, the Maui County Fair was selling their old grass shack. Remember, they used to have the the fair at the oh, old yeah. racetrack yes, or something? Yes, yes, yes. Kahului. Kahului. Yes. So they were selling their grass shack. Somebody called me. They said, Gordine, they're selling the, the grass shack for $200. Would you like it? I said, I'd love it. So Auntie Mikey came and we were walking through the farm and we walked to the top and I had chosen the place by the kukui trees where to I had Uniki to put the grass shack. So I said, hey, Auntie, guess what? I'm going to buy a grass shack. She said, buy one? You make one. <laughs> said, oh, my God. What am I getting myself into? She said, you make one. I said, how? She said, out of Lauhala. She told me to make it out of Lauhala. (laughs) (laughs) 
I wish I bought that grass shack. <laughs> I would have it today. <laughs> oh, so you had to just let oh, it go. Oh, oh yeah. Because she came and saw it. I didn't it. know she was going to die for sure. <laughs> she just died. <laughs> She told me to <laughs> make no, my own. No, she no. was going to watch me make my own. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was November. So just before you guys went on your trip to Japan, mm. she called me. Yeah. And she said, um, yeah. you know, I'm having my birthday um my garden party at, mm -hmm. at the old house in Kaimuki. Yes. She says, I'm having my garden yes. party, so I cannot come right now for my birthday, but I'm going to come after my garden party. I said, Auntie, you don't have to come, you know. You're busy. She said, no, I want to come. And then she said, but you know what? I have to go to Japan, too, because Colleen made this appointment for me in Japan, and I must go. So I said, that's good. So you went with I her. Did. That yes. Sapporo, Japan. Yes. Yeah. So were you with her when she died? I was about a week or two before. I was. That was the last trip, and it was the last sort of event, sort of thing she did. The garden party. I was with her at the garden party because okay. we had to practice and perform at the garden party in preparation for that trip. For the trip. So uh, when she came back. Um, yeah. So were you with her? When she died no. at the house. Okay. No. I wasn't auntie. So she called me when she got back and she said, you know what? I'm going to feature you in, in my concert this year. It was a concert year. It was that? Yes. Was that? Oh, okay. So she said, I and she so said, I'm, I, I want you to do Ayala Opele with Robert. Oh. Robert's going to Ho'opa'a for you. Wow. And I said, oh. Well, okay, Auntie. See that. So she said, and and what I want you to do is find the sweetest smelling lawai on Maui and gather it and bring it for this concert. So when she died, I had planned the next, well, the morning I got a call, five o'clock in the morning from Uncle to say she died. We had already planned to go pick the Lawai. Mm. We were going to the Swinging Bridges. Okay. I'd never been there before. Wow. But somebody, I forget, Fernandez or somebody who was head of Aloha Week here. I don't know. She called me for had some reason. or something. She, she no, no. She called me and I said, hey, by the way, where can I get the sweetest smelling Lawai on Maui? She said, go Swinging Bridges. So that's what we made an appointment to do, go swinging bridges. So 5 o'clock in the morning, I get the call from Uncle, and she's died. So I said to John, I said, what are we going to do? We were supposed to go get the lawai this today. He said, well, we're going to do what she said. We're going to go get the lawai. So we did. And then we used it for her. Her whole level, her funeral? Yeah, we used mm. it to line her plot oh. at oh. Diamond Head. We just poked it in. Wow, oh, Auntie. Wow. <laughs> but she knew, she knew that's what, you know, startled me mostly, that she knew it was going to be her last uniki. 
and that um, I felt so privileged to have been part of that under her direction, mm-hmm. you know, because, just because. Yeah. She was everything to us, you know. Yeah. Daddy, too. Yeah, I know. It was just amazing. And then to um, to interact with, with Ho'ulu, which then I had the, the opportunity to study with her after Auntie died. Uh, all under Uncle's direction, you know. He, he always... Mm. I just loved him. I miss him so much. I do too. He's, I do he, too. he just loved you so much and always looked out for you. And yeah, he I was miss them both so, so much. We were so lucky to have them in our lives. Yep. And... Hard to tell other people um, how important that was to our lives, but really a foundation for hula, the music, um, the support, always support uncle. I mean, he was amazing after she died, for me anyway, always a Knight in shining armor. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. For sure. He was always there. Amazing. Oh, Auntie. So that's, you know, <laughs> that's some of the little stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just really nice to be able to, you know, I mean, when we come together and we talk story and catch up, that's one thing. But with this particular kuleana today, I'm, I'm just really grateful to you because it, I was given the opportunity to ask some really key questions that I've always wanted to ask that I didn't either have the opportunity or. And so it just it just opened up so much, you know, on a personal level. But I'm just really grateful to you for allowing us, for you to share about who you are, what you bring to us here in Maui, and just, just our lahui. You know, I'm really, really, and just, I'm just very grateful that you're a part of my life. I've been blessed with you. And I'm just, I don't ever take that for granted. And I consider you one of my pillars, you know, in my life. Oh. And for that, I'm I'm grateful, and thank you. Thank you, Sissy. My gosh. Yeah. Well, you are. I know. I knew you since you were this high. <laughs> yeah. Watching you grow and watching you with Auntie, watching your daddy. I just loved your daddy. I loved him. He was such a great teacher, person. Uh, fountain he had so much to share yeah amazing yeah. I'm just so grateful to you and I always always tell myself I always 
always want to be like you, you know? <laughs> oh Seriously. my goodness. Look my Seriously. dirty ass. <laughs> you could change your mind. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, always the, the person I want to be like, or be with, or just, again, I We do have blessed. fun. We yeah, do. We do have fun. <laughs> no matter what we're doing. And look, we're making I plans can, for I can, see, I can see you on the floor at the old house. <laughs> in, in, you know, in the family room. Yeah. <laughs> on, on that orange carpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Timmy and Miley. And, oh, oh, my God. We had fun. Mm. We've had fun. Yeah, R Robert used to come. Uh, that another part of Fula. Mm. When he was with Wayne, mm. Wayne Chang, you yeah. know, they would come to visit and yeah. um, play the piano oh, and sing and, sing and dance. dance. Joke, have fun, right? <laughs> and I'd send her home with bags of broccoli because we just harvested. I love to grow <laughs> broccoli. <laughs> Big bags of broccoli. <laughs> he, he never forgot that. But, um, yeah, I... He used to come, and then he used to come when he was um, doing shows here with Allah and uh, um, Roland. Yeah, but you know, Skyler, Skylar, uh, Sky, Skyler, Sky, 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 Sky. Sky. What's, what's his name's girlfriend at the yeah, time? Uh, Roland, Roland's girlfriend. Yes, Sky. Did he marry her? No, no. Oh, I don't, I don't know. So. They so. used to all come, maybe yeah. 20 of them, and you wow. know, in our family room over there, are lying all over the place, stringing plumeria oh lay. Because, you know, I'd have to, we'd have these huge orders for the hotels for plumeria, and at the time we maybe put in four acres of plumeria. So my husband just brings all the Buckets of plumeria, and everybody's got a one boy. Everybody's, everybody's. Oh, I would have loved to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we all stringing lay, and then pikaki, and Allah would show because other Allah's mother was a lay seller, I guess, down at the pier, mm, down by the boats. I see. So everybody has their own way, right? Right. right. So we string it. Not through the stem, but through the flower. Okay. Um, but she strung it through the stem. Ah. So I say, Allah, how do you not break the petals when mm. you go it, pull it down, down this way? We pull it with the petals, yeah? She pulled it the other way. She said, I don't know. That's the way I learned. I said, okay, you do your way. <laughs> <laughs> just just keep it pretty. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know how my husband's just so like pearls. <laughs> so beautiful. Oh anyway, that's our other hula stories. They would come and... <laughs> oh, gosh. Lots. Lots to remember. Well, this is truly just been such a... Such a beautiful time, Auntie. Thank you. I mean... I I think the the only thing I wanted to just maybe we can close with, but if if it's okay with you, Auntie, because we've been wallowing for a little while now, it's just just really any, how long? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> oh my goodness, has it been? It has been two, just under two hours. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, just 
maybe we can just wrap it up with any closing thoughts, Auntie. I mean, it could be anything. I mean, you now, you, you know, what you hope for in the future, whether it's our for our Kamali'i or for our Lahui, whatever, Auntie. I guess my my deepest desire is for those of us who love hula can continue to share that love of hula with everyone and anyone because to me through hula the love of hula we can love everything mm -hmm. because hula teaches us that you know we have first you've got to love the dance and you've got to love to um, commit. It's a commitment. It's a large commitment. And, and through dance and expression, expression of the self, you build integrity. Uh, you teach both girls and boys what's important to um, how how important it is to be um, true to whatever you're doing because in hula we're taught to express the words to tell the story and you're trying to tell it in a true way as true as you can do it with your body and your language and your eyes you know and all of that um, helps the person to to grow emotionally. And today, lots of people have problems. Um, how do I want to say ex expressing them themselves? Because a lot of the hurt is kept inside, especially today when you can't go to school. You're on that. You don't know what truth is. Um, truth becomes whatever anybody says. Um, it's important that, to me, all dance is preserved so that we can all share in love for something versus war. I, 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 I think if everybody put down their guns in the world and just danced, mm -hmm. we mm. would have a better world today. I agree. I mean, because everybody has a dance. You know, I mean, and, and you don't have to speak when you're dancing. Mm. You just dance. And right. I can dance to whatever music you put on. Right. And so why not help? nourish that love for dance mm, and, love and, and hula just happens to be one expression among many and it just happens to be our thing our love for hula is why we do it but uh, I can learn <laughs> you last night you know come see mama I think so. You no liking me no more. <laughs> <laughs> you got another. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we can 
learn. Right. We can learn their dance, right? So I, um, I just want it to be shared in a loving way, not, not, um, how do you say this? I don't want you to ever lose your foundation. Do not go to somebody else's foundation that we know nothing about in Hula. Because I know what's going on politically now on Maui in Hula. And I I don't agree with a lot of what I see. Mm. Only because I, I think it's an attempt to control how we choose to do hula. I see, Auntie. Okay. I understand what you're saying. So I'm, okay. I'm just saying that we need to cherish what we know mm -hmm. and what we can learn. That's okay. What you choose to add to it, to the pot, is okay. But you must choose it. Somebody should not dictate what hula is or isn't. Yeah. Bad <laughs> No, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's all good. That's my final wish because I'm old. <laughs> I can't learn a new dance right now. <laughs> I can try, <laughs> but it's not easy. We're hula people. Yeah. To the bone. To the bone. Yeah. And and trained by um the best. Some very Yeah. Um, how do I say talented foundations of Hula. Yeah. I'm still searching though. Uh, I just I I got a call well. Are we still being? We can be Paul. Okay. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Angie. Okay. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Love you, sissy. Okay. So, so I got a call from another 